Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Red Men Bite Size podcast. I'm Steve Hoare. Today is Monday, the 11th of September. Hope all is well wherever you are. Hope you've had a good weekend as well. Yes, the Reds weren't in action. Some of the players were on international duty, but Liverpool as a football club weren't in action over the weekend. But we are starting already, so have a little look ahead to what's coming next against Wolverhampton Wanderers with a couple more international games to go before then. Um, in the meantime, some news that I want to speak to you guys about since we last spoke of course there's been a little bit of update on Costa Simicas and Virgil van Dijk more Mohamed Salah Saudi Arabia stuff and a couple of links to some forwards as well so let's start with the Costas Timakas news then. It broke on Friday afternoon but via James Pierce of the Athletic that Costas Simakas has agreed a contract in principle with Liverpool that will keep him at the club until 2027. It is a two-year extension for the 2017, sorry, for the 27-year-old. Um of course, arrived at Anfield in the summer of 2020, signed a five-year deal then. Liverpool are obviously happy with him, he's happy with Liverpool, and it looks like he is about to extend that contract that keeps him at Liverpool for a long, long time, really. It keeps him until 2027, by which stage he'll be 31, 32. Um, and, if, you know, I was thinking, and I said on a previous show before, if Liverpool were maybe thinking of selling a player in the summer just gone, Tim Akash might have been on the list, not only for the fact that, you know, He's um, in a position where Liverpool have, have Andy Robertson. He's, he's effectively a backup player. And the role he was signed for doesn't really exist anymore. We don't play with an out-and-out left-back, really. It's, a, it's more of a defensive role over on the left-hand side. And he was under contract, and you'd probably be able to get a decent free for him as well. But it feels, well, it looks like everybody concerned doesn't agree with that. He's happy to stay. Liverpool are happy to keep him, and he's going to sign a new deal. There is some school of thought that maybe Liverpool are protecting value. Um, although, by the time next summer comes along, he would have still had a year left, so that could have been a time to sell him if he wanted to. So it feels like all parties involved are quite happy. Liverpool happy cost that's cost that's happy Liverpool in the current role he's in. Maybe he's been promised a bit more football, Europa League, of course. Maybe I'd be shocked if he didn't start Europa League games. But yeah, Costa Simicas set to uh, sign a two-year contract extension with Liverpool when he arrives back from international duty. One that will keep him at the club until 2027. Not long after we last spoke again last week, Virgil van Dijk's extra ban was announced. Yeah, Virgil van Dijk banned for one extra game and fined a massive £100,000 after his outburst after he was sent off against Newcastle United. Van Dijk took to social media to apologise as well, taking full responsibility and again saying he apologies. he apologised after the game to the officials and, and again took that full responsibility what it does mean is that Liverpool are going to be without Virgil van Dijk for that game against Wolves 
they're still updated to be hard about Canate and Alexander Arnold. We don't know where we're at fitness wise with those two. Both missing international duty with hamstring injuries. Canate obviously pulled out the France squad. Trent Alexander Arnold pulled out of the England squad. So Van Dijk is definitely unavailable for Wolves. There's doubts about Canate. There's doubts about Alexander Arnold. And already Liverpool's defence is looking a little bit up and down. At, you know, you're looking at a back four of Robertson, Kwanzaa, Matip. Gomez potentially might be good enough to beat Wolves, but it certainly isn't full strength. Hopefully one of those two lads, or even both of them, ideally, with the hamstring issues, can come back into the side. But yeah, it's um, a blow for Liverpool, a blow for Virgil van Dijk. And the master fee is huge. My my opinion on the ban is, and they're fine, as long as that's the standard, then that's fair enough. If they're clamping down on abusive referees, completely understand it. Um, I'd say referees probably need to get better, but still... You, if that's the plan and they don't want to get, you know, they want to calm down and that's absolutely fine. But the next person who does this kind of thing, whether they, you know, as well, they need to be banned for a game and they too need to be fine. What we would, what we don't want is inconsistencies. That's what drives us crazy with match officials. So we, we, I'm sure every Liverpool fan will be keeping a keen eye on the next few weeks of fixtures and just seeing how how things react if someone does really get in the face of a match officials. Van Dijk accepts his ban, apologises. Uh, and Liverpool are short-handed for the trip to Wolves. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, right then, let's move on. Um, I mentioned at the top of the show, it wouldn't be a Liverpool news update with, without Mohamed Salah, more Mohamed Salah talk. Um the transfer window in Saudi Arabia only closed last week, but already you've got high-ranking officials from the Saudi Pro League talking about Mohamed Salah. This week it was the Saudi Pro League director of football, Michael M. Arlo, who said um, that he hopes there's an opportunity to sign Salah further down the line. He said, um, 
if the move didn't happen, which I can confirm didn't, by the way, it's not because we no longer fa- we, we no longer fancy the player or because we have a problem with Liverpool. It's because certain things that needed to align for the parties involved in the process didn't align. Nobody's angry. We move on, but we close. We absolutely close no doors. And if the opportunity is there to do things and do it well, and if it brings Mohamed Salah to the Saudi Pro League, we'll all be very grateful. So yeah. Already the charm offensive is on. They are not letting this news die. This is the Saudi. This is the, the director of football of the Pro League doing an interview. He knew obviously that he was going to be asked about Salah. He's happy to speak about it, and this story will continue to rumble. We don't have to worry about it in terms of Salah leaving until January at the earliest. But there's going to be a lot of noise. This is very much feeling the, um, you know, the, the Barcelona Real Madrid way of doing transfer business, where you might not get a deal done, but you keep talking about it. You keep the pressure up in the press, you know, whether it be Martha or whatever else um, outlet they did it in. And then eventually, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, you put, and you hope the prowls up, and eventually he goes. Now, of course, we don't know where Mo Salah's head's at with this, what he wants to do, what he's going to do. But, yeah, this isn't going away. And this is a high-ranking official from the Saudi Pro League, desperate to get Mo Salah over there. Of course they are. Interesting that he's he's willing to go on record to speak about another team's player, which I know a lot of football, another um, other people involved in football don't really do. And it's, the fact that he isn't even involved with the club, he is just the director of football uh, at the Pro League. But yeah, interesting to say the least, but unsurprising really. The Mohamed Salah charm offensive continues. Um, with that being said, it makes perfect sense then that if Liverpool are worried about Mohamed Salah's future, that they start potentially having a little bit of an eye on the future of a potential replacement. Now, of course, they'll be desperate for Salah to stay. I'm sure they'd like to offer them a contract extension if they want to. But if they do get the heads up from Rami and Team Salah that he doesn't want to sign a new contract, then the, the best outcome, I imagine, for most parties or all parties involved would be to sell next summer. And if you're going to do that, you're going to need a replacement. And according to a report from Graham Bailey of 90 Min uh, and Jude Summerfield as well, rather, um, Liverpool are one of the teams looking, keeping tabs on Japan and Brighton winger Kauro Matoma the 26 year old um, obviously took to life at the seagulls like well a seagull to water does that work a seagull to air or seagulls like oh a seagull to your chips robbing your chips on the beach that's what he's that's what he took to life to um, Liverpool Manchester City Barcelona and Napoli are all among the sides keeping tabs on the Japanese international but where uh, Brighton wants to time down to a new deal and hope that he will commit to fresh terms and indeed are confident that he would do so now Listen, we know Brighton are a selling club. As long as the deal is right for everybody, and it'll be a big fee, a huge fee, when, whenever someone does sign at home, if they do. And we saw a little bit with the with the Alexis McAllister Brighton tying a player down, um, protecting the value a little bit. Now there's a release clause involved in that, which got him to um, sign that deal. Why? I don't think Brighton would agree to that with Matoma. You know, he's only he hasn't he hasn't been there too long. Um, but maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is just the protection, the value thing. I don't know. But either way, I think he's a very good player. My concerns about him as a Liverpool player would be, you know, again, he's another left winger. He's very, very right-footed, um, and he wants to cut inside on that right hand, on that right foot. His current deal expires in 2025, so maybe at the end of this season, you'd be looking to do a deal if he didn't get this contract signed. I don't know. Um, transfer market is valued at 32 million euros I think that's very very low I think it'll be much higher than that as and when um, Brighton do sign him obviously 
he spent a little bit of time out on loan, didn't he, before coming back? And then he's, he had a really good couple, well, a really good last season. And he started this season pretty well as well. He scored 11 goals and 11 assists in his 45 games. For Brighton, he's a very good player. I just don't know if Liverpool are looking for a sal- potential salad replacement. Unless you're going to move Luis Diaz over to the right, maybe. You know, they've already got Jota who plays on the left. They've got Diaz who plays on the left. They've got Gakpo who can do it. They've got Nunes who's all right, comfortable doing it as well. It's right foot, you, you're ideally looking for someone who can play on the right with a left foot. They're not easy to buy. But yeah, keep an eye on Matoma because it looks like Liverpool are keeping an eye on him. And yeah, very, very, very good player. I can see why teams are interested in him. Does he quite fit at Liverpool? I don't know. But there'll be more to say about that down the line. My guess is he doesn't end up at Brighton for too much longer. Maybe he signs this deal, protects his value and goes in the summer. I don't know. But he's an excellent player. And listen, Brighton are an excellent football team and an excellent football club. They could easily change their minds and just keep him and try and have a really good run at some trophies because they're certainly talented enough to do that. Um, just want to let you guys know before I head off, if you want to go deeper on all things Liverpool this season, then simply head on over to redmenplus.com. We've got a wide array of podcasts, documentaries and features and, of course, our amazing shows such as JNO Inside with Neil Jones, who gives us all that inside scoop from inside the press box and, of course, Expert Inside with Dan Club as he speaks to industry insiders, coaches, ex-professionals, data analysts, Everyone who's in the noble football to educate us all. Yeah, he's got a, a, a pretty big contact book, has Dan, and he dips into it all the time, speaking to people about the latest subjects that relate to Liverpool to get yourselves involved over there. Redmenplus.com, like I say, you can sign up and watch them in videos. You can listen to them as podcasts. If you're a Spotify user and you want our extra Redmen Plus pon- content, uh, our extra Redmen Plus podcasts in your Spotify app, if you search Redmen Plus podcasts on Spotify, you can sign up through Spotify as well. You have to pay them; it, the money goes directly to them. You don't get the videos on the website or anything like that, but you can just get all the podcasts that is available on Spotify. Just search Redmen Plus podcast, subscribe to them, and you can get all that great content as well. My advice would be to go to RedmenPlus.com and sign up because you'll get the videos and you'll get the, all the podcasts as well but if you just love podcasts and you're desperate to listen to them in Spotify then that is the place to go right that is Steve Hall aka me my uh, roundup of today's news that was the bite size and we'll catch you on next time see you in a bit